Uh, as long as it's warm. I went to go buy one yesterday, but I wasn't able to do what the HMR I like. It's great. So, I love it. Actually, I was getting to you. Look at that shit. recording. Like, listening to it. <coughs> Should be good. Welcome to the official press conference edition of the Lowdown Show, and in a way, will be a farewell show to some of the news, but guys, we've been teasing this all week long here on the podcast, and uh, before we continue into the press conference and announce what big changes are coming to the podcast, I will just reintroduce Mike to co-host as always. Number one, he is the host that runs the West Coast. Hollywood, Michael Chow. Say hi to the folks, Michael. Hello. I've been sweating bullets all day to know which show I might get drafted to. Please, please stay on NXT. Come on, guys. Don't play me like that. Please. After watching the main roster this week, please don't send me over there. <laughs> and also joining us is our other co-host. He is uh, formerly known as the uh, main roster Maharaja, which he might end up going back to that name. But as of right now, he is NXB. Brian, say hi to the peak, man. What's up, guys? Coming at you face first, Brie Bala style. Let's get this uh, superstar <laughs> oh, shake-up going. We'll get into that. In the, we'll get into that after the announcement because I really want to talk about that match. Oh, my God, Yikes. man. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Brie mode is activated. <laughs> if yeah, that's Brie mode, then I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, she's... <laughs> I'm not. I'm just gonna leave it at that. But uh, guys, we've been teasing it all week. We've had a couple of teasers here and there. Uh, we've teased out to you guys on Twitter. Um, but uh, we'll go over those really quickly. The first teaser we told you guys that the No Holds Barred Wrestling Podcast name will end. That is officially true. No Holds Barred Wrestling Podcast will no longer be uh, the name of this the show and basically this podcast in general. So that name dies uh, today. So it's it's had a good run. You know, we've been. Uh, on YouTube, and we've basically been pod. This podcast has been podcasting uh, since uh, a little bit after WrestleMania 30. So what is that? That's like four years now. I think it was 2014 um, that this first started. So it's officially dying today. We're you know we're putting it into the Hall of Fame. Uh, it'll be out there with uh, all the other like, interesting logos I've made over the years. But the name's gonna be up there. Uh, and the other uh, teaser announcement that we gave to you guys is that it's going to be split up into three shows, which I'll get into that in a sec. But uh, for one, the name. 
<laughs> Tiffany is in the chat. Let me get show some of the chat before we continue. Tiffany from That Ass Podcast. We are doing a coffee podcast actually this Friday, guys. So go check that out. That coffee podcast on Twitter. Go give us a follow on there. Also, Datila and Glorious Greg joining the chat. What's going on, guys? Um, the Hall of Pain, yeah. <laughs> um, so the second one was the three show one. Like I said, we'll get into that. But the name, No Holds Barred Wrestling Podcast. So I'll get into what it's going to be about once I reveal this name here it is now going to be referred to as no holds barred network. Yes. Woo-hoo! We made it baby. <laughs> yeah. Took WWE like 25 years to come up with a network. It only took us three years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I only got one question. How much are we charging everyone in the uh, live chat? How much are we charging? We can give everyone in the live chat a discount, but how much are we charging them per month? Come on. Uh, this is, this is crazy. This is crazy. But you sign up right now. The first month is free. I don't think it's ever been Whoa! done. I don't think that tactic has ever been done. Wow. <laughs> I don't. I don't. It's uh, it's need, not ringing the bell. But I think need, it's a good uh, idea. We need Hogan to come back and promote this for about two months <laughs> in every stadium we hit. <laughs> I think we do. I think we need Hulk Hogan on on our show. We need we need him to promote this stuff. But uh, we might get a lot of flack for that. So we'll see. <laughs> Uh, but yes, the No Holds Barred Network, uh, free for the first month or sign up. And after that, uh, Michael, what would you say a fair price would be after the first month? To be completely honest, because we might start having a podcast in Australia called the Super No Holds Barred Showdown Spectacular. It's only fair that we charge, I think, in the range of, I think it's perfectly fair, 9999 and mm, $0.23. Cents. Sounds pretty Whoa. good. That that's it. That's yes. it. Mm-hmm. And if you sign up right now, we will give you all this Nike gear that no that everyone has not burned yet for the <laughs> NFL and the Nike stuff. Well, you guys you guys should be thankful. Uh, Michael wants to move the show to Australia. I wanted to take it to Saudi Arabia and say no women allowed, but and call it that the greatest cut, that cut no in. holds barred podcast. Yes. Exactly. Mm. Yes. You got to get that title belt, that green fruit roll-up title belt with the palm trees that Braun Strowman has never brought out. I need that title, baby. We'll set up our, our couches ringside, and we'll we'll be good to go. Exactly. We'll invite back all the hosts. No self fill, Cappy. This is going to be the greatest podcast. Yeah. All the hosts. Uh, as much as those are fantastic ideas, we won't be doing any of them, unfortunately. And, uh, we, we will not be charging nine thousand dollars for people to enjoy our podcast because then... oh man, <laughs> see, I thought creative on the show was as loose as the main roster. But are you saying there's actually standards on this show? Unbelievable. He didn't. He didn't say they were high standards, but they're standards nonetheless. Great. We're never gonna get bought out by Vince now. Great. Yeah, there's there's some standards, but anyways, no holds barred network, guys. It's free, but the main reason why we are doing uh, the uh, No Holds Barred Network, and I see a new couple new people just joined the chat. Um, yes, the No Holds Barred Wrestling Podcast is officially changed to the No Holds Barred Network, and it is a network because it's going to have, and it ties into the, the second teaser we tweeted out, three different shows um, that is going to happen on this network. Uh, the Three different shows will consist of the first show will be a main roster coverage show. So it's going to cover Raw and SmackDown uh, every single week. Uh, so you get your main roster uh, filling there. Um, so basically, we're going to basically be fulfilling all your WWE needs. Uh, so the, the first show is going to be the main roster coverage. 
second show we're still going to continue with the the nxt coverage on this show that's that's for sure not going away um and the third show, which is very, very interesting, and for all you people that want to broaden your horizons and expand into the wrestling universe, we're going to have a third show that's going to cover uh, a lot of UK indie coverage, uh, a lot of UK companies out there, such as Progress Wrestling, WOS Wrestling. And it's also going to be covering the NXT uh, UK uh, once that starts going up again, uh, or once that starts going up uh, on TV, and he'll have uh, coverage of that, and we have some special for uh, that show itself. So we're gonna have three different shows under one network. So you got your main roster coverage, you got your NXT coverage, and you got your uh, UK indie uh, fixings uh, or. UK an indie show. It's going to cover everything over there, which is pretty cool. Uh, so if you want to broaden your horizons into the wrestling world, you'll have uh, that. Yes, uh, QBR125 in the chat. ICW as well. He'll be covering a lot of stuff over there. Uh, our host that's going to be hosting that show goes to a lot of events over there, and he actually can get special interviews with a lot of the indie talent over there. So there's a lot going to be coming to that show under our network. So three huge shows coming to this network, guys. Uh, I want to get Michael Chow's and uh, Brian's reaction off the bat, guys. Well, what do you think of this news, man? What do you, how, how do you guys feel about that? Um, I'm excited. Uh, the, the network should be excited. I am the hottest free agent out there. So let's see where <laughs> I land. <laughs> Michael, how do, you, how, do you, how do you like this setup? Uh, well, I thought this is a great idea. I mean, this podcast, which I've been a fan of and been listening to for a long, long time, it's great that it's, you know, kind of expanding itself. We're getting new content. We're going to be getting more shows. And, you know, what else can I say? More content, more shows. And we can, I'm hoping I'm not the one to cover Raw and SmackDown, but now we'll <laughs> be able to cover all the shows. It got to a point where it's like, you know, we're getting sick and tired of Raw and SmackDown. Can we just, you know, review NXT? But now we get to basically review everything. So, mm-hmm. This is, good, this is great news. As a fan, this sounds great to me. So, so yeah, three yeah. different shows fulfilling all your WWE and now UK indie coverage needs and uh, the NXT UK show that is uh, – it's getting highly touted around the uh, the Twitter sphere, I guess I can call it. Um, there's a lot of good things looking like that's going to come out of it. I'm, I'm having high hopes for it, so we'll see what happens. Uh, now, as for the days of the week that these shows will be going uh, down – it's still in beta, I guess I'll put it in terms like that. Um, the NXT show, I'm going to try to do Wednesday nights. Uh, we're going to, me, or uh, myself, you know, the head of this network, I'm going to try to work the shows out for everyone's, uh, all the hosts' needs. Like, we're going to make sure everyone gets into uh, these shows together, whoever the hosts are, which we're going to reveal in a second. Uh, I'm going to make sure everything runs well. Uh, the main roster shows, uh, we're eyeing maybe Thursday nights. We're still that again. It's still in beta. That might happen. So Wednesdays for NXT, Thursdays for the main roster. As for the UK uh, show, that's uh, in very much beta. I've been still talking with the host that's going to run that, um, and how he is going to uh, uh, tie everything together with uh, sending me his uh, his his notes. And obviously, with the time zone difference, he cannot do live shows with us all the time. That's a very terrible time zone. But uh, for him to send us uh, his. Uh, his audio file for me to post on the network and uh, get it to you guys as soon as possible. So that's still in beta. So that's going to be something that we're working on as well. Uh, But we really want to get all you guys um, this information. So for the moment of truth, uh, we'll get right to, I guess we'll call it, we'll label it the no holds barred shakeup. I know Michael and Brian, you guys are really excited for this and seeing where you guys end up. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I'm just glad I didn't have to have a match with Michael to decide what show I end up on. 
Oh, then I guess I'm winning, and I'll be able to draft everything, get all the draft picks. <laughs> but just, but just like hey, just like Monday Night Raw, we get two draft picks, and SmackDown only gets one. So that means I will get two draft picks. I will decide which two shows people will end up on, and Brian only gets one, if he gets Ooh. one at all. Ooh. That's fine. Just give me a uh, Drake Maverick, and I get AOP along with him, so it's all good. Jeez, <laughs> uh, please don't, please don't draft me to the main roster, please. Please, what okay. the hell? So, yikes! I'll reveal the host right now. Moment of truth. So, guys, we'll start off with the main roster show. And uh, out of you two, there's only one of you going over to the main roster show. And that person is none other than our very own NXB Brian. You've been drafted to the main yes! roster show. <laughs> Na 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 na. Oh, na okay. na na. Hey, goodbye. Thank you, Brian. Uh, it's, so, in a it's way, been, which I we'll would... get into, this is kind of a farewell for Brian, but not completely. Uh, but uh, yes, Brian uh, is going to be uh, a co host on the um, main roster part of uh, the show uh, for the network. So, uh, Brian, we loved having you on the NXT coverage. Um, I loved our little our uh, <clears throat> kayfabe Twitter fight. That was the greatest thing we've ever done. <laughs> yes, yep, 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 yep. It was awesome. It's been fun. Um, yeah, just like the NXT guys, I'm not too sure how I feel about this uh, main roster call up, but <laughs> I promise you, I'm not gonna go the route of a Finn Balor. I'm gonna go full Roman Reigns from NXT to the to the big dog. To the big yard, and I'm going to clean my yard on the main roster. <laughs> I will be, once again, the main roster Maharaja. <laughs> there you go. And Glorious Greg just put in the chat, main roster Maharaja has returned. So uh, Yes, he has. Brian has returned, and uh, he's going to be followed by not one, but get this, two other hosts on the show. That's right. The main roster is going to consist of the traditional WWE commentary team, Triple, it's going to have three people on that show. Um, so I'll introduce the main host um, for that show right now. Uh, he will be the one running it. I've, uh, I've worked with him in the past. You guys are very, very familiar with him. And it is none other than the returning Corporate Cappy. Corporate Cappy will be at the helm of the ship, and he will be running the main roster part of the network. He's making his podcast return as uh, he's been in contact with me wanting to come back for a while now. So uh, he'll be hosting that show with alongside Brian. And the third co-host, if you are a fan of this podcast and you know of the fans from the past, he's been an avid listener of the podcast. Uh, he's uh, been wanting to do podcasting himself for a while, and he's uh, he's actually was part of our WrestleMania trip myself and Cappy went down to. Um, and that is uh, not David Otunga? No, no, I did not go. To, I didn't. I didn't go to WrestleMania with David Hunga, unfortunately. Dang. I did. I did see uh, my my boy Percy Watson's down there, and you can commentate a, ma- a small thirty <laughs> second match with him at Access. I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, thirty seconds. Oh, okay. Yeah, they give you like I think it's like thirty to fifty seconds. You kind of commentate with uh, Percy Watson like a part in a match, like a takeover match, and then uh, they videotape you guys, and then they they uh, they give you a DVD, and you get to keep it. So uh, I thought, you know, it's pretty cool. It's actually, you know, it, as much as like people want to diss the main roster and stuff, going to WrestleMania is like the funnest thing in the world. And access is actually really cool. So 
Anyways, anyways, back to the main topic here. So, Corporate Cappy at the helm. He's returning to uh, the podcast with uh, uh, the main uh, now the main roster. Maharaja's returned. Brian, the third one. Like I said before, he went to our he went with us on our WrestleMania trip, and that is Tyler Jones on Twitter, um, formerly known uh, one member of the Bucks of Youth. Uh, two guys used to call into our show all the time. We did the call in shows. He's been wanting the podcast for a long time now, so uh, now he will be. Um, part of that main roster show so three hosts for the main roster coverage uh of uh the new network no holds barred network and uh we are going to keep it clean with that name and i I forgot to to do the names uh that is just going to be the lowdown show we are keeping the lowdown show name that is something that is not changing uh so for the main roster coverage it'll be just plain low down the lowdown show so lowdown show ain't going anywhere so for your main roster coverage you'll be checking out the lowdown show on the No Holds Barred Network. So uh, big things there. With uh, We're going to give uh, some people some main roster coverage. I haven't done that in a long time here on the podcast, but uh, it's going to be a show here on the network. Yeah, guys, and if you guys have any, you know, I saw someone, I don't remember, put bring back um, rumors and stuff like that. If you guys have anything you guys want to hear on the show, any kind of topics, stuff like that, feel free to uh, contact me or any of the other two jabroni um Host, I didn't even bother coming. They're big league enough. Okay. I, I am, will. I'm I the will. host. I'm Jeez. the host of the people. I'm here. I show up every day. I'm like, you know what? I am the big dog. You got Brock Lesnar over there. Uh, I will defend Cappy though. He said he had the work tonight, and he nah, couldn't get to nah. the show. Cappy uh, is the Brock Lesnar of our show. I am the Roman Reigns. Yeah, I'm already gonna get. I'm. Already, there's already heat, and we haven't even started. It's gonna be great. Brian's, guys. Off, Brian's off to a bad start, guys. Good luck, Brian. Jeez. No, but in all in all seriousness, if you guys want to hear anything on the show, any kind of ideas, just let us know, and and we are here. We are all B team. Everything is going to be right here on Spreaker as well, guys. Spreaker is not changing. It'll be renamed to the No Holds Barred Network, and all the podcasts will be posted on here. Um, whether or not they're doing live shows or not, that we're going to leave that to the main roster people, and Cappy will be at the helm of that. He'll decide whether to do it or not. Um, he might want to do it on, not live and then post it after. You know what? We'll, we'll, again, it's in beta right now, but uh, <laughs> uh, the network already with a huge step here with some main roster coverage for you people out there, and that will be with the Lowdown Show. So moving on here to the second show, and that is the NXT coverage of the show, and that will be hosted by yours truly, uh, Kyle Masters. I am stick- sticking with NXT is something I love right now, and I can't get away from it. It's just, it's just, you know, it's something for me. Um, I, I enjoy it every single time I watch it every single week. Um, yeah, I'll do give the main roster some credit, man. SmackDown actually has been pretty good the last couple of weeks, but. Uh, NXT is my number one. It's my love right now, so I will be at the helm of the NXT uh, coverage of the No Holds Barred Network. And joining me, I will have only one co-host, and that leaves uh, one le- person left. And uh, by default, Michael Chow, you are sticking with NXT. Yes! <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what can I say? Um, but uh, me and Michael will st- be sticking on and doing the NXT coverage every single week. And that show name will still be the Lowdown Show. So I want to put that out there that every single show will be called the Lowdown Show. Uh, they might change in the future. Who knows? But as of right now, we're keeping it clean. The Lowdown Show, but it will be called the Lowdown Show. The Next, but uh, cleverly, the Next is spelt NXT. 
So uh, that'll be the NXT coverage of the show on the No Holds Barred Network. The Lowdown Show, the next, where we cover NXT every single week. We'll do takeover reviews as well once they are around. But uh, myself and the host that runs the West Coast, Michael Chow, will be at the helm for NXT. So, uh, yeah, big uh, another big step there. So we have main roster coverage, and then we have our NXT coverage. And we have the uh, ho- the three hosts for the main roster, myself and Michael for the NXT. As for the next one, it is will be I'll just go out with the name, the Lowdown Show UK. Uh, so um, that will cover at the NXT UK show that will be uh, hopefully premiering soon on the WWE Network. I didn't really look into it one day it was going to be f- uh, um Showing on the network, but he also will be covering uh, a lot of UK indie coverage over there as in progress, like I said before, WOS, uh, ICW, so he'll be covering all that in his show, and uh, the host of that show is actually a um, long-time listener of the show as well, he is from the UK, duh, and uh, he's actually was... Uh, Introduced to our show from another show that we I used to listen to and uh, used to be a fan of our show too, RTM Wrestling. Um, the host of that LDS or Lowdown Show UK is Craig Messi. Um, his his name, well, I think it's Twitter. I'm pretty sure still at Craig Messi on Twitter. Uh, but he will be at the helm of that one. Guy uh, really is into his uh, uh, UK indie stuff, and he's really passionate about it. And we we're, we're uh, it's awesome that we uh, he's, he's going to be covering that for us. So we welcome Craig Messi to the No Holds Barred Network family here and uh, giving us the NXT UK and UK Indie coverage on uh, the network. So three huge shows coming to the uh, newly formed NXT, or No Holds Barred uh, Network here. So uh, you got the Lowdown Show, the Lowdown Show, the next, and the Lowdown Show UK. So three huge Lowdown Shows, guys, um, coming to the networks. That is another announcement for you guys. And uh, big thing is, what all three of these, uh, well, all three of these shows, each show will have their own Twitter page for you to follow and keep up with. Um, so you're not just coming to one source, but if you do want to come to one source for everything. The, the uh, as you can see on Twitter, it's under construction. It, that will be the main hub. That will be the No Holds Barred Wrestling Network hub. Every show, when it is posted, will be posted on there every single week. But then all the other shows will have their own Twitter page set up as well. So I'll, I'll get those out to you guys. I'll tweet out all the links on the, the No Holds Barred Network hub for you guys to follow. Uh, so each show will have their own um Twitter handle and they'll they'll be using those Twitter handles to uh, live tweet during the show. So the the, the lowdown show will be tweeting uh, live tweeting during Raw or SmackDown. Uh, the lowdown show the next will be tweeting during NXT and the lowdown show UK will be uh, obviously tweeting about uh, UK indie coverage and uh, the NXT UK portion of the show. So uh, another big thing coming to uh, the network is each show will have their own social media uh, Twitter uh, handle for you guys to follow as well. Um, so those will all be posted on Twitter after the show is done. So uh, the shows will and the big, best thing is for you guys, you don't have to wait any longer. All three shows will be making their big debut next week. So. Man, I don't even get a send off. You guys just send me off. <laughs> yeah, just you know, just, Brian, just go away. Just get the hell out. Get we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Brian. yeah, Brian. Good, good luck on your future endeavors. Oh, I just got future endeavored. 
Oh, man. Oh, wow. But, uh, yes, that's the huge news, guys. The No Holds Barred Wrestling Podcast is officially changed to the No Holds Barred Network, and we're going to have three awesome shows underneath that network for you guys to have. So big, big things, and this is the big expansion into the No Holds Barred uh, podcast era, I guess you can call it. Yeah, I just I want to know if I can take um, that Shayna Baszler guy with me because I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss <laughs> joking about that guy. I, I I feel I'm gonna need some security with uh, Cappy and all these this other jabron on the main roster. Show. I already jabron. feel the I already feel the heat. I already feel the heat, so I need some security. Oh my god, <laughs> man! I I can't wait to listen to this new main roster show because if I can say like Brian and Cappy kind of had similar styles of being like what's best for business, and they were always kind of like being kind of like sarcastic and stuff with their comments. So seeing these two t- together for the first time, guys, Brian and Cappy, we'll see, yep, see what we happens. Have, we have the third clash of uh, Tyler Jones joining in his interesting thoughts on wrestling. So it's going to be a really good show. I'm interested to hear about it too, but Michael, we, uh, we'll, we'll brainstorm some stuff to, to broaden the horizons in the NXT part of the show, but, uh, uh we're going to continue with, uh, our favorite show. And that is NXT, um, the mm-hmm. uh, quote unquote, apparently developmental brand, uh, yeah, maybe maybe you guys will one day graduate and oh, join the big yeah. boys in the yeah. in the main show. <laughs> but Brian, this isn't the end, like I said before. And the big thing is, guys, uh, what is going to happen? Uh, guess what? All three shows will combine for one big show. This will happen every single time WWE and NXT have a pay per view in the same weekend, and that'll be when. Uh, we will have a big, giant prediction show for both TakeOver and the following pay-per-view. All five hosts and six, if uh, if it can work out for Craig Messi, will be in that uh, will be in that show together doing predictions and us just talking wrestling and talking for that weekend. So it will be a massive show for you guys to, uh, to tune in for whenever that happens. So, Brian, this is not goodbye. Uh, for good is just goodbye for now until the next big one. I believe that is uh, around the Survivor Series time uh, for that. So, yeah, and I, I, so you're saying we're not gonna only meet up one time a year, like the WWE does their cross branding, the one time a year, mm-mm, mm-mm. all shows come across. No, it, it's gonna be. Uh, are we going to make a music video, uh, singing the best of both <laughs> worlds every time we have a show as well? Or no, I, I'm a, I'm up for that. <laughs> we will not be doing that. I mean, yeah, if you want to, if you want to do y- yourself, then I'll post it on there for you. But uh, oh, yeah. don't, don't, don't tease me with a good time. I'll make a music video. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's a big announcement. So the No Holds Bar Network, the three shows underneath. Uh, so big things here for the podcast and expanding uh, our horizons and expanding for you guys out there for the purpose of uh, getting your main roster uh, coverage for the week and your NXT coverage. And uh, if you're into it, getting some UK indie coverage with our uh, very new hosts and part of the NHB family, uh, Craig Messi. So like we said, we've been we've been saying it all year, trying to expand this podcast and do a lot of things with it. This is one of the big things that we've been talking about for a while now. So uh, I'm interested to see how it's going to go, and I'm uh, I can't wait. Next week is going to be the big debut of all three shows. So uh, guys, stay tuned for that. But as for the rest mm-hmm. of the show today, since basically this is going to be like a send off uh, for the lowdown show, um, 
that uh, that's between all three of us. I know Brian has to cut out in about a half hour, so we're going to get into some main roster talk right now while he's still here. And uh, basically, we're just going to generally talk about the main roster NXT guys for the next, uh, I guess, 40 minutes here. And uh, you guys want to chime in on the chat, talk about whatever you want. Uh, just about basically what's happened the last couple of weeks in SummerSlam. And uh, we're not going to go in order and review every match, just general talk and... Um, I don't know. What do you guys want? Where do you guys want to start? Like, where, where, where should we start? Where should oh my we start God. How 40, Raw's been? 40 minutes is not enough of the garbage that we've gotten. Like, man. What the I will hell say this. SmackDown has been impressive. Not entirely to the point where I'm, you know, like saying, oh, man, I should just stop watching NXT and Raw and just keep watching SmackDown. There is some stuff on both or on, uh, on, uh, Sorry, on the uh, main roster uh, that's been, you know, it's been up and down. Um, so, it's, or not the main roster, or SmackDown. So, I don't know. It's just, it's, I can't really. Yeah, like, I, would, I, I would say SmackDown's tolerable. I wouldn't say it's good or great. I would just say because it's a, a two-hour show, it cuts out a little bit more of the fat and it highlights the, the funner parts of the show. I mean, there still is bad parts, but. Raw's Raw's just rough. They're 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 still using the same exact failing formula. They're concentrating on one guy on Raw, and they're doing everything they can to make this guy the guy. The whole show is focused around this guy, and it's just I don't understand. Like you thought when Brock Lesnar gives up this title and everything would get better, and I'm seriously being honest here. It seems like the show has actually gotten worse. Now that Brock Lesnar has given up that title and it's been given to some guy who they're not even pushing as a single guy, he's like being pushed as a group. Like, I don't even know why I'm covering up his name. Roman Reigns is not the universal champion, guys. The Shield is the universal champion. And I just don't know. This week was all over the place. And I know we were going to general talk. Honestly, this week might have been the most random creative show I've seen all year long. It it was all over the place. The one thing with the Shield is they're reunited. Like we remember last year when they reunited the Shield, right? Like they, they, we all know what the main purpose of it was. There was no other motive. There, it was the same agenda as what we're going through now. It's it's a way to try to get Roman Reigns over so that he doesn't get the the boo reaction that he typically gets. What are they trying to do now? What, what was the little the general reason why they need to put the Shield back together right now? You can't tell me that. They can. They took away Seth Rollins, who's red hot right now, because they thought it was a bad time for him to be red hot. Like that doesn't make any sense. Dean Ambrose, who just came back, who's gotten the best reaction out of all three of them, and they they just kind of stuck him with the shield again. And people are literally on the edge of the seat waiting for him just to fucking heel turn already. So like, yeah, and, and it's funny because the shield itself is more over than the three guys collectively. You know, Roman is not getting over with anyone anytime soon. Rollins, I, I would say he's the, the one that's most over. And like you said, Ambrose, we're just kind of waiting to see where he came back and we haven't really gotten a glimpse into the new Ambrose. It's just been he came back and he's the old Shield Ambrose. So we're not too sure where they're going with that. So the Shield, like like Michael said, it feels like the Shield is the universal champion. And who? why does the Shield have beef with the whole locker room? I'm no, no, so no. confused. I, I have I have no like where did, how how is the shield gonna overcome next week the whole locker room? It just doesn't let, make let me 
let me give you a prediction. I know what they're doing, and I guarantee you next week it is going to be the Shield saying they want to take on everyone who they beat up. It's going to be the Shield against like 15 people, and they're going to put down every single one of them. You're going to see the Shield jobber everyone, and I know they're all heels, but dude, this is like overboard here. Like I, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, the, the just... main, the main thing this entire month has been. The word random, nothing makes sense. Like I could understand that Braun Strowman had had like, if he'd had beef with Seth Rollins or behind the scenes, he'd run into Dean Ambrose. But the when the Shield came out here to stop Braun Strowman from cashing in the Money in the Bank, it made no sense whatsoever, and it continues to go on. Why did Kevin Owens quit last week, and all, all of a sudden he's back for no reason, attacking Bobby Lashley? And why is Drake Maverick the new manager of AOP? It's the WWE creative team never plan ahead, and they think the fans are dumb. And they're like, you know what? We're just going to change it up. They're not going to care because mm-hmm. we're still going to get their money every single month, $9.99. We don't mm-hmm. care what the fans think. And and I used to like to believe and defend that the WWE knew what they were doing, and they the creative had some kind of direction for what's going to happen with Roman and the, and, the, and the title run. But it as evident on Raw last night, they literally have all their eggs in the Roman rain basket. Like you said, Kevin Owens, he quit last week, and for some reason he's he's back. You got AOP teaming up with uh, Maverick, and you got Bobby Roode teaming up with um, Cable. Like, it's it, it literally feels like, holy crap, we don't know what's going on with the rest of the show. Let's just throw crap together. It, it, it feels really, really... It was... The best word for me to explain this week's raw was weird because it was just it was just weird. I, just, I can't even. Uh, I, I'm I'm still on the fence about how they turned Braun Strowman. I think Braun Strowman was uh, turning him. Uh, obviously, turn trying to turn him heel is not working. He's still getting a babyface reaction. And I don't and I really and they're still trying to make his character a heel. Um, I don't like that either. I think if they were going to do that and they wanted to keep, it, I can't even tell if the if are the shield baby faces or or the heels here. I think you don't really don't have to have that. Like I don't that's not really like a a main thing that needs to happen right now. But like, are they? What would you say? Are they heel or baby face? I just need that question answered right now. Well, I don't know because the whole locker room's attacking them, and you have faces that's what I mean. and heels attacking them. It's <laughs> weird. It's just it's just weird. So like, what are they? Because then you got the, the team like, of this fucked up team of Braun Strowman, Dolph Ziggler, and Drew McIntyre. For whatever reason, they thought that was a good idea. That is literally horse trash. They could have. Your answer was what you did opposite with Drake Maverick. You you should have had Braun Strowman and the AOP team up with each other. Can you imagine a beast team like that and having the Shield as the baby faces to try to overcome such a fucking mountainous team? Like <laughs> I thought that would have made more sense to me. That's just me though. Or if you're going with everybody hates the Shield and everybody hates Roman in the locker room, why not do something with people that aren't doing anything? You have Braun Strowman. He needs a team, a, a stable. Why not team him up with Lashley? Lashley couldn't beat him. And um, what's his name? Why am I having a brain fart here? Because the main the... thing is <laughs> gaps everywhere. He can't think uh, Bray, of where to Bray go. Wyatt. Bray Wyatt isn't on TV. Bring him back. They, all three of those guys have beef with Roman. Just, just build a, a mega, a mega team. You know, mm-hmm. that that would have been too easy. Bra- Braun should have honestly. Braun should have came back with Bray Wyatt, 
And since uh, Eric Rowan is injured, you should have just had Luke Harper put over on Monday Night Raw. You I, know, gonna, because if, gonna, if, holy if crap! You just why not I'm just bring back the Wyatt here though? But there I'm gonna step go. in here and, and point something out to you guys. Did you see clearly see who was into that in that giant brawl who brutalized the Shield? What I just said, AOP. How? Why would you go and put Drake Maverick with these guys and not have him join forces with the with Braun Strowman, who has the same motive to take out the Shield? I didn't even realize it, but Michael just pointed it out. Braun was a member of the Wyatts. Yeah, Bray Luke isn't Harper's doing anything. On, Luke Harper's on SmackDown, and you're uh, just going to create. I, I mean, clearly it doesn't care because hey, everyone shows up on either show. Kane, Kane went, yeah, exactly. Kane went to SmackDown. One thing I hated, one thing I hated was at the beginning of the show they had both people come out here, the heels and the baby faces. Why didn't they just have the heels come out here? I don't understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the beginning when they were trying to break stuff up, you have Finn Balor coming out here, then the Shield freaking beats his ass, and then I'm like, oh man, this was, you know, it's they should have kept Braun Strowman as a tweener, like in between. But the moment I saw Braun Strowman raise Dolph Ziggler and McIntyre's hands, I was like, this is way too much. It is way too much. And I just, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Horrible creative. The Hell in a Cell match is uh, Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman, right? For the Universal Championship because Strowman cashed in his money in the bank briefcase. So... Do I don't think Ambrose and Rollins have a match? Other, I don't think they're they're are they're going to. I don't think they're going to have a match. I think. Well, McIntyre and Ziggler just won the tag team titles. I guarantee you, it's going to be them against the Shield. You think so? And I, I yeah. Not only do I think so, I guarantee you that Seth Rollins and Ambrose they're going to win. Just yeah. so you can see Roman Reigns, Ambrose. And Rollins at the end of that stupid pay per view raise all the freaking belts with all the gold, so Vince McMahon could jack off on TV and see all his great. The Shield is back, and they hold all the freaking titles. This is how much I've been paying attention. I actually forgot that they won the titles. It's. I know that sounds harsh, but I got to get out all this anger because starting next week, guys, I can no longer review the main roster. So, (laughs) good luck, Brian. I don't know what else to say. It's garbage, absolute garbage. They could have just brought back Nicholas if uh, Braun needed some help. <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. Not going to lie, I wouldn't be shocked. Speaking of garbage, um, the one thing that happened on Raw this week, I'm trying to remember what it was. Yeah, the which we, we kind of mentioned, uh, the Bell Twins had a, a uh, I guess, a return match, and they all of a sudden were the ones to beat the Riot Squad. Okay. I... They they talk about this evolution and they're just so ass backwards about the whole women's division about everything I guess but I really don't the, count the Bell Twins as the evolution. They exactly why put them why put them over a team that is supposed to be the future? But I got to be careful because frick, I've seen everyone get roasted on Twitter by talking up shit about the Bellas. Like the Bell Army are right yeah they're, they're right behind them. Oh my god! It's a, anyone you talk about that's cringe that you, anyone that has a logical brain. And knows someone is cringe on TV. <laughs> There's like some sort of following behind that cringe person that's over the top more than a person that should have a better following. You know what I and mean? It, and it's funny because I I don't necessarily hate the Bellas. They they're good for what they were. They're I mean eye candy, whatever. Do your thing. But to come here and try to <laughs> try to do the Ring of Honor dive, and then double oh, down yeah. and say fuck it, I'm gonna do it again, and then make it do it worse. Oh, <laughs> I was just, it, 
it just proved everyone's point in one match. Like, they, we don't need you guys. You guys go make your total battle money. That's fine. Do your thing. But you, you, you literally proved everyone's point by doubling down and botching twice. <laughs> it just, yeah. it was. And people were like trying to blame like Sarah Logan and stuff for that. I'm like, um, were you watching the same TV screen that I was watching? You know, if anything, Sarah Logan saved the spot because when she messed up, she kind of like saved the spot by trying to like fake punch her and stuff. Yeah. She could, she could have just let her fall on her face and be like, oh, well, I'm not gonna do anything. But it's just, yikes. By the way, I mean, she, listen, Brie Bella's been gone for a while, okay? She just had a kid. She's got to get off some ring rust. I don't blame her, but it's just, I don't know. You know, it's, uh, we'll see. We'll see if the supposed Miz and Maurice versus uh, Brie Bella and Daniel Bryan is a good match at Hell in a Cell. I hope it's better than that stupid WrestleMania match we got with. uh, And then they're having a, a rematch at freaking the super showdown in october yep just like they announced that becky and charlotte are going to face each other like three times in the next month yeah well, i don't know views yep <sighs> thanks guys thanks for drafting me to this crap i yeah. really appreciate it <laughs> and we'll just talk about one more thing with raw uh the big thing here i, I actually enjoyed it because i the, the 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 young wrestling fan in me kind of marked out for it and you know, it's like I always get flashbacks to the WrestleMania 25 match, and uh, they're still cutting promos like they did back in the day, and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's just, to me, at this point, it's like, okay, like, what else? Like, why are they doing this again? Why Why are we... We don't... It's because I think it, the, the reason why we're sitting there and not fully accepting it is because we don't know what state The Undertaker is like. Yeah, he looks great. He looks like he, he kind of went into a time machine. But, like, what we've seen out of him the last couple of matches doesn't constitute for me to go, oh, yeah, him and Triple H are going to have the best match in Super Showdown. They're going to have another 20-minute unreal match together. But the promo was actually pretty cool. I thought I, I liked that. That was probably one the only part I loved on Raw. Just because, again, like the inner child in me loved it. And it kind of looked like at one point that HBK forgot his lines and Undertaker kind of saved them. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Yeah. If you guys rem- I don't know if you've seen that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Respect. Uh, yeah, yeah, respect. You respect yeah. me. No, I respect. Uh, you. Re- yeah, respect. <laughs> it was. I don't know. Anyways, um, it was. It was. It was fun. It was the best part of the show. I probably the best part of the week. I'm just like now they're doing the Triple H coming on on TV next week. Like they're continuing this. They're building this as a legit feud. It's not just like one of the like, these things that's gonna happen once in a while just to keep promoting a super showdown. There, it looks like they're going to be continuing these. Like, where I'm guaranteed Undertaker's going to be on TV next week, but we don't I know don't what know. the hell his state is. Like, we don't know. Is this guy fully ready to go to put on a 10 to 15 minute match? Because he, we know he's not going the long 25 to 30 minute match anymore. For whatever reason, we're even getting this match. I have no idea. But like, what, what's the deal with this? What do you guys think? Uh, I think it's just going to be a nostalgia act. It's going to be, I would say, eight to ten minutes of freaking the crotch chops, the the throat slitting. It, it's it's just going to be it's just, it's it's a nostalgia act. It's, it, you don't expect a five star match. Don't expect any big bomb. It's I'd it's going to be fanfare, like Sting and Triple H. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I, that's exactly what I was thinking. Just. Something to go out there with the fans. HBK will run out and 
uh, shit, I wouldn't be surprised if Kane comes out. You know, Kane. <laughs> I'm I'm not even joking. You know, it's just one. Of, it's going to be one of those attitude era throwback matches where it, it's it, it's well, going to be fun. It's going to be fun. The one thing I want to point out of this is Undertaker kept freaking poking at HBK about retiring, and it almost like he wanted him to come out of retirement. Then I saw someone put on Twitter a pretty interesting predicament going, what if Triple H and Shawn Michaels team up again? Like, Shawn Michaels comes out of retirement, form DX again, and Undertaker has to find a partner, and it's not Kane. It's not going to be Kane, as much as people are going to want to be the Brothers of Destruction. It won't be, because Kane is now actually the mayor of uh, (laughs) um, Knoxville. Knoxville, Tennessee, and he can't, you know, he changed his whole Twitter handle now. The guy's fully committed to being the mayor now, so he's you know he's got a lot of shit to do. How, how would this you guys guy, feel about? Oh, I'm this sorry, guy put ahead, Sting though. This guy put Sting. Uh, what about keeping? Okay, so you you set up the the tag team. You have Undertaker. He's gonna choose his partner. You can even have him come out and say, you know what, I don't have that much time left. I'm choosing the next me. You know, this guy's gonna carry the dark forces. Keep Bray White off TV until then. No, repackage Bray. Bray. Give him give him the rub, and he's the new Undertaker. I mean, because they already ruined him to this point. You might as well. I mean, they already might as well, right? I mean, you can't you can't go wrong. What do you think, Michael? I Michael. think, <laughs> I think honestly, listen. I really, if Shawn Michaels were to come back, it's got to be against someone else. I don't want to see another Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker match because the reason why is what made those WrestleMania matches, which was probably one of some of the best WrestleMania matches ever is the fact that they didn't have a lot. We only got Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels, like, what, twice at WrestleMania? They keep having it again and again and again. And the fact we have to have a fourth Triple H versus Undertaker for the last time, it just makes it less special, you know? So yeah. Undertaker wants to come back, come back one more time at WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels wants to come back. They could have that AJ Styles match, that dream match we've always wanted, but it's just, I don't know. I don't know what I to mean- say. How old is Sean now? Like 55, 54, something like that? Yeah. And he's been he, out of the ring looked, for eight years? He looked in great shape. Did you guys see him on Raw? That dude was freaking ripped. That hat covered like, up a lot, though, because he has nothing yeah. there anymore. <laughs> he's going with the whole Hulk Hogan headband and everything. <laughs> That's what I mean. I couldn't take Shawn Michaels seriously. Can you imagine him in a match right now in his his regular attire, but then he has no hair? And that's the thing, too. Like <laughs> I, I'm sure Sean can put on a decent match, but knowing him or knowing, you know, hearing stories of him, he's not going to want to go out there and put on an okay match. You know, it's Shawn Michaels is Shawn Michaels. One of the greatest of all time. He's literally like Chris Jericho. They want to put on the best performance they've ever done. Yeah. I'm sure him and AJ can still put on a better match than 85% of the roster, but it's just not going to be an HBK match, you know? And, uh, as for the last part, um, I don't know. I I can't put my finger on it. Actually, we're just gonna move on. Um, we'll talk about in general SmackDown. It's like I said, it's been good. It's I'll give it credit. I'll give credit where credit is due. SmackDown has been turning my head a little bit, and I've been giving it the benefit of the doubt. It hasn't completely been turning my head. I'm still finding a little bit of flaws because that's me. I'm picky. Uh, I, I look into things a lot. Um, couple of big things that are good things that are coming out of SmackDown is obviously the the main thing AJ Styles Mojo is becoming a really insane feud. Um, literally, it's been what the main talk about everything is right now. Like if you include Raw and SmackDown put together, I think mainly people are talking about AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Um, 
those guys are putting on a really sick feud right now. I can't wait for the end result. Um, I know they they have a match. Is there a match labeled at uh, Hell in a Cell yet? Like no, they, no. I'm, I'm assuming no. that's going to be another Hell in a Cell match. It looks like they're they're going to have more than like a couple Hell in a Cell matches this year, which is good because if you're a gimmick pay per view, you know that's what we've been complaining about for the last couple of years, right? These gimmick pay per views need to live up to their name. You can't just have one Hell in a Cell match in an entire card. There's already like what three or four already announced, or, or at least three. Yeah. So we have Orton and Jeff. Uh, they shouldn't have had that in the cell. Then it is going to be in the cell. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying that they should not have had that. Well, in that's just system. that's just because Jeff wants it. I don't know if you guys. Have uh, I think it's read, just because like, what Randy Orton's been doing to Jeff Hardy the last couple of weeks, like the, the the sadistic stuff, and we're getting the return of the Legend Killer, right? He's yeah, you know, it's it's, it's, it's he, becoming that intense of a few that it belongs in the cage, which I kind of see. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. that one. Then you got well, Samoa for, Joe. No, go ahead. For for yeah, sorry. Well, for so for me. Talking about a feud that's so intense, and whether you like that match a couple of years ago or not with Charlotte versus Sasha, I think Charlotte versus Becky should have been in the cage. That's just yeah, me, though. Yeah, I agree. Because yeah. that feud looks intense. I mean, Becky's been building up this rage for so long, and I really think they need a— I know a lot of people crapped on the Charlotte versus Sasha in the Hell in a Cell match, so I think this would have been a good time to redo it, and uh, I think they would have done a really good job. Well, you know Vince can't let go of the past, so he's gonna keep his old he's gonna keep his old cronies in the cage. Yeah, and it's funny because we talk about how SmackDown story um, talent is a lot better than Raw's. The only matches that should be in a Hell in a Cell are on SmackDown: Sasha, or I'm sorry, Charlotte and Becky, AJ and Joe, and um, Orton and Jeff. Yeah, Braun nice. and Roman have Braun and Roman have no business in Hell. I mean, there's no there's no really blood feud. All all six of those guys are going to end up in that ring anyway. So, and what so, is it? Really matter all six should have just you know? been in the cell. Yeah, but to Braun for Braun Strowman to cash in his briefcase now is literally another wasted briefcase. Mm-hmm. And, and wait, wait, wait. Can, can, Brian... I, can I can I bring up something? I'm sorry to cut you off. Can I bring up something real fast? On Monday night, I'm sorry to even bring it back up. They the entire heel locker room laid out the shield. Why didn't Braun Strowman just cash in right then and there? Yep. The briefcase says you can cash in gap. anytime, anywhere. Why did you just, with all of the heels surrounding the ring, with the whole shield laid out, why didn't Braun finally just cash in? <sighs> Sorry Logic for cutting gap. you off, guys. Go ahead. But uh... Go ahead. You, just, you don't understand the main roster, Michael, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I should not be on the review show for this. Thank you, Kyle. Um... As the rest of SmackDown, it was I mean, it was all right this week. Uh, Brian and Almas, I literally they're watching Almas and Brian's match. You know, it, to, for a guy for like me who studies wrestling in depth, and like I study the wrestling technique in depth and uh, basically how wrestlers are wrestling. I could tell one hundred percent that Brian and Almas, they're letting go. They were, I could tell they're like fifty percent holding back. These guys have the ability. To put on one of the greatest matches of all time, I guarantee it. They, just by watching these guys go at it, they have this chemistry already, and it's like it, I, I give a lot of credit to Seattle Almas because the guy every match he had in NXT, he he carried the match and he made the match look good because his chemistry with the the neck the opponent across from him was that was instant. So yeah, I I, I think Daniel Bryan and and La Sombra or have met before in the indies if i'm not mistaken yes yes that's true yeah 
So that could be the reason why they just, I mean, it's just instant chemistry. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, these guys could have a really good match. These guys oh, yeah, have these the guys ability can blow it out to the water. have an insane match. But I, I, I thought it was decent for what we got this week. Um, they're still again with the Daniel Bryan. They're building this whole Miz and Daniel or Miz and Brie Bella versus or uh, Daniel Bryan Brie Bella versus Miz and Maurice. You know, whatever it is what it is. Um, I'm not yeah, really I'm too just, interested in it. I'm just kind of like bored of it already. I was really worried they were going to make that whole feud about Total Bellas versus Miz and Mrs. But at least they're not going down that route with it. So. Eh, then I'm, we're, I'm okay it, with then it. Then we're getting it again at freaking the Super Showdown. If their plan is for these guys to continue until WrestleMania, for this to be end up being the WWE title match at Mania, then like I don't know. I don't know. I I don't think. think well, what do you think that they're going to do? What do you think? What do you guys think this is happening? Is it is the Super Showdown going to be the end of this? Clearly, now we know Daniel Bryan's resigned with the company because he's still around and they're building up until Super Showdown. What's going well, on with this? Like, what, what, where, where are they going with this feud? I thought that I thought SummerSlam literally looked like the end of it. I think SummerSlam could should have been the end of it. I'm still calling. Obviously, with the Super Showdown, Super Showdown. I'm sorry, is for the. I guess it's a number one contenders match. Yeah. I still. I'm. I am hoping they give Miz that one last long title reign. You have Daniel Bryan win the Royal Rumble, and you set up the WrestleMania match. Now, that would be great, but knowing WWE, we're going to get um, Team Total Bellas at Survivor Series versus Team Miz and Maurice, Maurice and it'll end all there. But I, I really hope you give Miz that one last hurrah. You know, he, he deserves it. If anyone deserves it, it's the Miz. Mm-hmm. Let, it, let him have that, that mainstream heel run all the way into Mania. Daniel Bryan wins the Rumble, and then you have the Yes Mania Part two moment at the end of next year Mania. Okay. What do you think, Michael? I think the only way they can have the yes moment is if Roman Reigns headlines and main events WrestleMania oh, one more time next year. Come on, guys. Oh, no. Come on. Oh, Come on. Yes? Uh, no. Michael. Come Michael. on. Roman Reigns versus The Rock at WrestleMania, whatever number I forget. Come on, guys. They're that desperate. <laughs> Oh, but the all truth, all truthfulness, dude. SmackDown Live for me, it's got to be NXT, SmackDown Live, 205 Live, and Raw at the very bottom. I'm sorry, main event and then Raw at the very bottom. But mm-hmm. uh, for me, Miz versus Daniel Bryan is probably my favorite part going on right now of SmackDown Live. I mean, Samoa Joe and AJ are doing really good, but I just, I, I, I like how viciousness this feud has gotten. And I saw the segment they did on SmackDown about how after the match, man, that Miz and and Maurice were just wailing on them, and it was just great. I like where this feud is going, but it's like you guys said. How do you stretch this all the way to WrestleMania? I think they're going to have to K-Fab fake an injury on one of them, and then one of them can either like appear in the World Rumble. Like if, if going along with what Brian says, I can imagine maybe them K-Fab injuring Daniel Bryan, and he's off TV, and then maybe he returns at the World Rumble when Zats. And, yeah, either the Miz can win the title in between or he can win the title at the February pay-per-view, and then it goes from there. See, I can see that because right now no one's really kind of looking at, like, taking care of the kid. Yeah, they probably have nannies or whatever, but uh, both Bree and Daniel Bryan are on TV right now full-time. So, you know, I, I'm assuming he kind of wants to grow up with his kid. So maybe he mm-hmm. does that injury at the Super Showdown, and he goes off for a couple months taking care of the kid, you know, grow, growing up with the kid for a couple months, and, you know, just comes back around the world time. Only mm-hmm. I just I just figured it out. 
So at Survivor Series, it's going to be Daniel Bryan and Bree and Birdie versus Miz Maurice and Monroe oh Sky. Oh, God. Book it. Book it now. Gross. I'm, I'm calling the, it, it now. It's got to be the fake baby, though. Not the real baby. <laughs> the fake baby that he uh, drop kicks into the crowd. But, yeah. Oh but, um, yeah. I was told something about the main event of SmackDown this week. I didn't watch it. Is it true that our truth beat the Miz in the main event of SmackDown? Yes. Yes. And how? You know what? It it's funny because this it's our truth, but this kind of showed what WWE creative is capable of. Now people are gonna hate because they're gonna say, "Oh, it's our truth." What the hell are they doing in the main event? The whole show. I don't know. Did you guys watch any of the show? I read about it. Okay, so the whole, show, the whole show, the whole show. R-Truth was walking around doing his whole, I'm dumb. He called um, Maurice, uh, blah, blah, blah. damn, I'm having brain farts today. Carmella. Yeah, he called, He's like, he called, he called Carmella. Carmella. Hey, oh, you're yeah, Carmella, yeah, yeah. blah, 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 et cetera. Right? So the whole point of the, it was a, a running theme through the show where he was going back and forth with, with um, Maurice calling her Carmella. Carmella, or Maurice insults Carmella, et cetera, et cetera. So they get to a point where Truth goes up to Carmella and it's like, oh, you know, uh, Marie said, "You're this, a Scandinavian Scat- Scat- trash, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And Carmelo's like, "Okay, I'll be in your side against the Miz." And Arch or um, your boy Ty Dillinger is like, "You know, truth. What are you doing? You're so weird, etc., cetera, etc." Cetera. And he's like, "I'm not dumb. I know who these people are. But this is how you get into the main event of SmackDown Live." Hmm. And you're just nice. like, "Ah!" It, it all came full <laughs> circle. Nice. Like those little things that. They used to do before. They don't do anymore. So the whole show, you're like, oh, typical R-Truth. Oh, he's lost. He's dumb, et cetera, et cetera. Then it all comes together where he's like, well, I knew what I was doing. This, uh, Ty Dillinger's like, Truth, what are you doing? He's like, that's how you get into the main event of SmackDown Live. And you're just, <laughs> that's your, ah. Yes, the yes. truth shall set but you Ty free. Dillinger doesn't get a match. Good, yeah, Ty Dillinger gets to hold his purse. But yeah. it, it was, it was. <laughs> It was fun. It was really good. That and the HBK on Raw were my two favorite parts of, of the week. And you guys you guys should go see if you guys can find it like all clipped together. It's actually really, really creative for once. Yeah, it, it makes sense because now like basically Daniel Bryan has basic because he caused a distraction, which is why Miz got rolled up by R True. So basically it made sense that R True pinned him because basically like Daniel Bryan embarrassed him. So there Yeah, you they go. even they even brought up the awesome truth and Kind of old school stuff. <laughs> awesome and he's like, yeah, the Miz is like, I haven't been in the ring with you in eight years, and it, it was just really, it was really good. And our truth nailed it, and it, it was fun. I, you guys should try to find a YouTube, it, uh, YouTube clips of it all together. It, it's really, really good. Oh, there you go. But that that was uh, one of the main roster recap. So it's interesting to see what's going on. Clearly, SmackDown. Uh, turning heads in terms of uh, creative and storytelling. I think it could use maybe a little bit more work because I am extra critical, obviously. Um, but it's been good. I, I've kind of enjoyed SmackDown, and uh, maybe next week I'll tune in for a full show. We'll see. Um, nice. But uh, he beat Miz in the main event. Damn. Huh? <laughs> That's Damn. 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 That's all I got to say it, about that. Damn. On paper, it, it sounds horrible, but if you guys can just go back and check it out, you'll be like, it, it makes sense. It, it was fun. Uh, as for that, Brian, uh, do you have to leave? I believe so. I yeah. Eight o'clock your time. So uh, yeah. I don't want to hold you up anymore while we uh, jump into uh, <clears throat> the A show. Um, 
Yeah, I don't. Ha- I don't have time for this uh, minor league stuff. I got. I got big. <laughs> uh, I got big league stuff to do over here. So. <laughs> All right, man. Well, Brian, uh, we will talk soon. We'll still have our uh, our chats, and uh, um, I'm sure we'll get together and just have a little Skype session once in a while. But uh, as for your setting off, Brian, thank you as always. And uh, mm-hmm. me and Michael hope uh, you guys uh, have a successful show on the main roster part of the network. We'll we'll be listening in. Yeah. yeah so guys, I mean. Thank- Thank you guys. Uh, not to get emotional or anything, but um, this is the first platform anyone's ever let me come on and do. Uh, Kyle, you were nice enough to let me jump on. Michael, you kind of showed me the robes, gave me a little bit of uh, pointers, as well as as well as you, Kyle. Um, everybody in the chat, you guys have all been cool. Everyone's been, even when you guys hated me on Twitter with the whole beef <laughs> and the uh, and the work, I still loved all you guys and. Uh, you know, I it's not like I'm going anywhere. I'm just getting called up to the you know the big money, the billion dollar shows. <laughs> you know, we all can't we can't stay down here with the with the jabrones in the, in the minor leagues. Um, but it's it's gonna be fun. I'm excited for the for the changes. I'm I'm happy to be part of it. Everything that's been going on with the show, you know, with with the with the YouTube subs, with the with the Twitter followers, everything's been great. Hopefully, we can just keep growing. And um, Michael Chow, I hope you don't bust a Nakamura on this show and just disappear. <laughs> With that being no, said, no speak English. No speak English, and that yeah, that is a one of my last uh, racist Asian jokes. <laughs> oh man! Well, you know, lastly, before you leave, Brian, I just want to say, you know, I know, guys, we've been playfully arguing on here, but Brian, he's a real nice guy. I'm glad he was on the show, and this is definitely not the end, like Brian said. We will collab on the big four pay-per-views, and I think I talked to Kyle about reviewing the May Young Classic. So yep. well, we're definitely going to collab together again, guys. So this yep. is definitely not the end. And, Brian, this is not goodbye. This is uh, see you later. Mm-hmm. Yep, B-team, B-team, go, go, go. Oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> okay, get this guy off the show, right, please. See you later, Brian. <laughs> talk to you guys later, man. All right, so Michael Chow. Yes, sir. We'll jump right into it. No hesitation here. Uh, NXT this week. Um, yes. Very, very interesting uh, show this week, actually. Very interesting show. And we caught a glimpse of the first round of the Mae Young Classic right after, too, which we'll separate that. We'll keep that for a separate show. Um, I didn't watch it yet, so no spoilers, please. Okay. I I, I watched it. It was interesting. Very, very interesting. Um, but NXT this week was even more interesting. Um, we had the, uh, the finest in a match this oh. week. He was in a match. With some developments in the uh, um, who attacked Alistair Black case. And uh, we had the Street Profits back in action against the Forgotten Sons, who kind of look like they're going to be the next up and coming uh, big team, big heel team, like kind of like Sandy type of level team in uh, NXT. And we had uh, the main event of Gargano and Dream, which was nothing but spectacular. I mean, you can just say the match name, like, but the two competitors in the match and say enough said. It's, this real. was like a this was a takeover quality match. Like if this was at takeover, it it would have been one of the top matches to see. Right. And the ending made sense, and it's just I don't. It was great. Yeah. It was great. We had the Bumblebee Cassius Ono out uh, facing the finest <laughs> uh, Corner Reeves. Um, a lot of anger to Corner Reeves. Uh, or not Corner Reeves. Uh, uh, Cassius Ono, man. He he he's a, a lot more anger in his game and. Are we smelling heel turn? 
I, I think it is because I feel like he's kind of adopting like the NXT's version of Randy Orton, where he basically says that now he's going to start destroying all these rookies coming in. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to take in a huge prediction, guys, but I think it's going to be Cassius Ono versus one of the new guys, which is Keith Lee mm-hmm. at NXT TakeOver Survivor Series. Or, it makes uh, sense. What was the other guy's name? Uh, Keith Lee. Matt Riddle? Matt Riddle. It could be Matt Riddle. But I think Matt Riddle is going to have a, maybe a higher profile or match. We'll see what happens. But, yeah, he, there, was a, there was a backstage interview after it was posted on the YouTube channel about him wanting respect. So I think, yeah, we're getting a full – we're getting a heel turn for uh, Cassius Ono. But are we going to exclude him out of him maybe still being a suspect for Aleister Black? I think so. Well, real fast, I just want to say I really love this investigation that William Regal's been doing. It brings me back in the day for a lot of you who've been watching WWE for a long time. Back when Stone Cold Steve Austin got ran over with a car. And then when Stone Cold Steve Austin came back at No Mercy, he was kind of doing his own investigation. And he was Stone Cold Thunder everyone afterwards. So I really like this investigation. It gets a lot of the talent involved, which is a great way to start debuting new talent like the Forgotten Sons and all of this. This was a great storyline idea for everyone. Alistair Black being laid out. And and back to your question, I just I don't think because it doesn't go along with what Cassius Ono said. He says he's mm-hmm. only targeting these newbies, right? Yeah. It would make no sense for him to have targeted uh, Alistair Black. Yeah. So I, I saw someone say it and I saw someone say maybe it's a cover up, but yeah, who knows, but they're going with it. Um then we had so we had what we had uh, Nikki Cross spinning on the desk. We had uh, she's so there. great. She's so great. Nikki Cross is like the the ex crazy ex girlfriend that everyone wants. Yeah. She's great, <laughs> really, right? <laughs> then we had um, the Lars Sullivan, which I really wanted to pay attention to, um, and him saying that he he was on his way to see Alistair Black. He admitted that he was going to see him too. You know. You know, give him you know some uh, payback for what he did to his job, but then he said he heard him screaming, and by the time he got there, he was already knocked out, and all he saw was the undisputed era driving off. I I want to believe Alistair, or I want to believe Lars Sullivan here. I literally want to sit here and believe everything he just said. I think he's clear, Michael. I think he's he's not the one. Oh, Lars? Yeah, Lars. I don't think so. I mean, I, but. I, I, <laughs> I, I do want to bring up something funny. So here's the thing. Lars Sullivan admits that he did not beat up Aleister Black. And it seems like William Regal is doing this whole investigation to punish whoever did. But here's the thing. If you guys watched last week, Lars Sullivan basically did whoever this mystery attacker is. Lars Sullivan did what that guy did, but to EC3. And Lars Sullivan was not punished for it. Right. Like the, <laughs> Lars Sullivan basically attacked EC3 for no reason, and William Regal just let it go. Hashtag justice for EC3. God. So, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't see him. <laughs> but anyway, it's... Um, no sense. I still, I'm still trying to think of who, who could it be. Like, who was the guy to attack Alistair oh, Black? My God. It's, uh, it's probably going to be a funny scenario that, just like Big Cass, Alistair Black faked it all and he laid out himself, just like Big Cass did. To me, yep. at this point, you know what I'm thinking? <laughs> just because of what the interview we got out of uh, Tommaso Ciampa tonight, I think it was him. I think it was Tommaso Ciampa, and it's, it's going to create this blood feud for when he comes back and gets his title match, or his rematch clause against Tommaso mm-hmm. Ciampa. And it's gonna cost Johnny. It's gonna make Johnny Gargano return. I think this after what we saw to Johnny Gargano tonight, we're gonna he's gonna be like kayfabe written off TV now for a bit until 
Alistair Black and Tommaso Ciampa have their rematch, and that's when Johnny Gargano is going to come in and cost uh, Tommaso Ciampa the title. Hmm. See, for me, I'm going to have to make a... That is a good guess, by the way. Because um, sometimes the most simplest explanation is the right one, so it could be Ciampa. For me, I'm predicting... It's either going to be a guy who we haven't seen yet. Because here's the thing. It's, it's, this whole storyline is great. And it would be used mm. as a great vehicle to give a big build to someone who needs it. Now, if you were right. to give it to Ciampa, he really doesn't need this huge storyline. If you were to give it to someone, say, someone like, um, well, I don't think it's going to be Keith Lee. But say someone like Matt Riddle, who needs this. And oh, it could be yeah. them. It could be him. He hasn't even debuted yet. Um, or it could be, who was I going to say? Oh, I lost it. I was going to say, um, oh, uh, so I want to bring up something. So you saw it on the start of NXT. William Regal came out here, uh, with Johnny Gargano and he Mm -hmm. kept asking Johnny Gargano, did he do it? And Johnny Gargano never said yes or no. He just kept saying, look me in the eye and see if I did it. He never said yes. He never said no. And it looked like he went out of his way to not admit anything. So it would blow my mind if it was Johnny Gargano. Because that would be a great new swerve and a great new storyline for him to go through. So for me, I'm going to go with Johnny Gargano as the guy who attacked uh, Mm -hmm. Aleister Black. Okay, okay. So we have two interesting predictions there. I predicted a tanning man page. Oh, man. That'd be a huge freaking reveal. Cuba Garling to NXT fans. If it was a reveal, I'd take over. They'd, They'd eat that up. Um, but yeah, uh, it's gonna be interesting to see who they actually or what what direction they go with uh, mm. with this storyline. Um, really cool match tonight was Forgotten Sons and Street Profits. Um, I thought these guys put on a really really good match. I think Forgotten Sons have been uh, playing the in, or the the live events for a while, uh, getting their names out there for the live event and doing a, a good job. Now they're being uh, pushed on TV. Um, which is really cool. It's a really cool thing NXT does. If you don't, if they like you and they like the character that they have for you, they'll push you a lot into the live events for you to get your name out there and for people to get familiar with you. And then once there's space on the on TV, they'll push you into it. And that's I think what's going on here with the uh, the Forgotten Sons. Um, they went up against the Street Profits. who haven't had a match in ages, which sucks because we really love the Street Profits. Uh, I mean, me and Michael Chow are huge fans, guys, of these guys. Um, I was very worried. I was very worried when I saw the Street Profits music. I was like, "Oh, great! Now they're jobbing to the Forgotten Sons." But uh, the way they handled the ending, I thought was pretty smart. It so. was man. It was a really good storytelling. Like the storytelling for the end of this match was really cool. I, I actually loved the way they did this. They had the they actually and they actually had a decent match. It wasn't wasn't like a one sided match. And then all of a sudden they had that ending. They made sure that both both teams got their offense in and looked good in this match. They they did a really good job of that. And then they had the ending where these mysterious guys in black ski masks and black outfits come in and steal the the the, the hype cup of of uh, Montez Ford, and he chases them out, rips the mask off with the one guy left behind, and it's um. Oh, what's his name from uh, the Mighty? Uh, Shane Thorne from the Mighty, and <laughs> there looks like they, they still have beef with the Street Profits. I had one problem with this segment. I did not want them to get unmasked because the thing is, if he was going to unmask them, why did you come out in a match? You might as well just had TM61 come down here and then steal yeah. the cup. Okay, yeah. so it it it, it also could have prolonged the storyline of uh, Street Profits, and I know it would have been kind of similar to the investigation of Aleister Black, but kind of the Street Profits going around seeing yeah. who could have stolen the cup. 
And then it just, I didn't want them to get unmasked. It, mm-hmm. it was kind of, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, continuing the beef, or if you guys remember, uh, the Street Profits costing the Mighties match when they came out mid-match uh, in, in the Mighties last match. So, again, there's beef between these two teams here. So uh, we haven't seen the end of these two teams. I'm assuming it's probably going to lead to a match uh, sometime in the next couple of weeks. So um, speaking of the next couple of weeks, huge title match announced for two or for next week. Uh, I think it's next week or in two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. Uh, Ricochet versus Pete Dunne, title for title. Mm. Holy Ooh. crap. We're finally going to get it. So a lot of people were, were, were kind of complaining and thinking that this was going to happen at um, uh, TakeOver Los Angeles in November. But, I mean, it's a long time from now. you got to have these guys have a match sometime soon. Mm. Um, and I think this is actually going to lead to the, the War Games match we kind of predicted uh, with these mm-hmm. guys. So uh, I'm loving these match guys are going to have a match in two weeks. So I can't wait for that. It seems kind of very predictable because I just don't see them uh, crowning a double champion. So it just yeah. seems so very predictable that Undisputed is going to interfere, mm-hmm. which will cause the DQ, and that means no one's going to be a double champion. So, yeah. But I think they're still going to have a decent match. I think that's what uh, I'm looking forward to most is that the match itself is going to be uh, insane. Um, uh, there was a one part where William Rio was questioning heavy machinery about the attack. Uh, Tony Knight tells uh, real the only thing that wasn't on his phone video from that night was was uh, Tommaso Ciampa in the bushes near Black's body. So that was an interesting piece there. Um, we also had Kari Zane face uh, Trish Adora, I think her name was, or uh, Adora, or I don't know. There's another uh, enhancement talent getting her name out there. Um, but uh, basically, this was for uh, Kari Zane to get uh, her uh, big. When as a champion, a new women's champion of NXT, her clever entrance with the uh, the treasure chest and the entrance ramp, and then her lifting up, and the the title basically is her treasure. You know, I thought that's cool. They're they're still like uh they're they're doing it like into her character. You know what I mean? Like that that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, and her throwing away those golden coins like yeah. New Day throwing <laughs> away pancakes. So one nice. thing I want to point out, Michael. I, you, okay, did you watch Kari Zane's entrance? I I saw the ending. I didn't get to see the beginning. Okay, so you have to go back and watch her entrance, and I know why they they, they entered this cutscene because I saw what happened on Twitter. So there's a part in her entrance where she's throwing the coins out to the crowd, and then it cuts right away to someone in the crowd with a sign, and they they do an awkward ten second long pause on that sign, and then they go back to Kari saying who's who's climbing into the ring. It's because when she was throwing the coins to the left and right of the crowd, she accidentally threw the title. With the coins in the crowd. And I remember seeing someone that was right there taking the video of it. She threw the title and she had to run and grab it from the fan and go back to her entrance. <laughs> so she accidentally tossed her title in the crowd. So I'm going to assume that she's never going to be doing that again. <laughs> um, but uh, she faced off against Trisha Dora, beat her. Uh, the, the big thing was, was what happened after the match. Shannon Baser came out to the ring, uh, tried to attack Kari Zane. Uh, Zane hits her with the interceptor and Baszler slinks away and runs off to the back. It's interesting mm. because we never we've never seen Baszler do something like this and it's it really put over Kari Zane in this instant. So it was very very interesting. Yeah, she's she's uh losing it. She's uh mm-hmm. she used to be the tough, the big dog of NXT and now this little puppy <laughs> dog is kind of losing it. So we'll have to wait and see. And then we had the all I have to say is Johnny Gargano versus Velveteen Dream, enough said. Again, like mm, you said, Michael, this was takeover quality. These guys fucking put it all in the line this match. And the great thing I want to point out before the match even starts, Velveteen Dream, man. 
he he's total package. The guy has everything. He's got the wrestling technique, the charisma, the the entrance. This guy is literally everything in what he's what like twenty three years old, twenty four years old. The guy's amazing. Yeah, yeah. What does he do in his entrance? He's wearing Johnny Gargano's t shirt, but the guy has the big white tape over the wrestling part of the Johnny wrestling t shirt, and he wrote failure on it. Like, I love how he incorporates his opponents into his entrance. That is the one thing that separates Velveteen Dream from the rest. It's amazing. This guy is literally the total package, Michael. I can't. I can't wait for this guy to get called up, and I really hope he does not get ruined. Um, I really hope they see the potential in this guy, and I'm, I'm hoping Triple H is going to try to hold him down there for as long as possible. But uh, he he he's got to go to SmackDown. You he can't go to Raw where Raw's focused on one guy because I guarantee you it's going to be. <laughs> His debut, I guarantee you, is going to interrupt Roman Reigns in a segment, and it's going to be Roman Reigns going to beat him on his first night on Raw. That's how it's going to go. He yeah. has to go to SmackDown to survive. We, we, we see it with a lot of guys in NXT going up to the main roster. We we see we can like, hey, this guy should be pushing the main event. We always say should, should, should. He needs to be pushing the main event. He is a main event caliber superstar. He cannot be in the mid card. He's not a mid card guy. He is a main event roster or main rot main event roster spot person if he gets called up they cannot push him in the mid card if he gets called up that is to be that would just literally drain any momentum that he would have going up and would he would lose any main event or, or yeah main event uh aspect of his character he needs to be pushed and, right away in the main event and he needs to stay the same you yeah. got to keep him as a heel you saw what happened when they took bobby root up to the main roster they He's instantly cringe. turned him babyface it's the worst thing i've ever seen i'm sure they moving haven't over to him yet i'm shocked they need more heels on on wwe and now what is he doing he's teaming up with chad gable like it makes me rethink this whole superstar shakeup chad gable was doing great on smackdown live with shelton benjamin Mm-hmm. And Bobby Roode, well, whether you liked it or not, he was at least mid-carding with the U.S. title. Now they separated Chad Gable from Shelton Benjamin. Chad Gable's doing nothing. And now they've reinserted him into a tag team again? This is so dumb. Yeah. Bobby Roode is like 41 years old. You need to push this guy while he's still there. I mean, I don't understand this at all. But this is NXT. I'm sorry. We should not be talking about the main roster. Yeah, But this this match was amazing. Like Johnny Gargano and Dream so much here. The main thing that we can take out of this match was a different side of Johnny. Still this this side that he's losing himself over. They played a lot to the leg injury, which was really good. Um, but again, th- that was like what I said. The main thing is that they, it was just showing Johnny Gargano was losing himself in the match and losing focus. Mm-hmm. So, And that basically was his downfall in this match. There was, there was one point in the match where Johnny, and you saw it, where he was getting very vicious, and I was thinking, uh-oh, because the last time he did this was against EC3, and this was EC3's right. first loss, and I'm like thinking, oh, is this going to be another scenario where Johnny Gargano is going to, or Velveteen Dream's going to job to Johnny Gargano to push this new vicious Johnny? But NXT didn't do that. They went in a different direction. I love the way they ended the match because I and I think I messaged you on Twitter. This is basically the same thing that happened to Johnny Gargano at the last takeover. He was too focused on Ciampa. He hesitated too long, and Velveteen Dream took advantage in a big way with his cartwheel 
you know, yeah. um, Death Valley oh, Bomber. Uh, yeah, it's uh, Dream Valley Driver, he calls it. That's it. Dream Valley Driver. It's a great move, and the right person won. Johnny does not mm-hmm. need to win here. He's still going to get respect, and mm-hmm. and I don't know where they're going to go from here. I mean, you know, it's we talk about Velveteen Dream, about how great he is, and if you notice, people started chanting. He got the fans to start chanting yeah, Johnny, Johnny failure. failure. Half the crowd was doing Johnny Failure. Exactly. Half the crowd was doing Johnny Wrestling. If, mm-hmm. if you've seen right after NXT, it's like it almost broke Johnny because he tweeted, and it, there was no spaces in between. It's a Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Failure, Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Failure. It repeated over and over and over again until basically all the character count was done. Like mm-hmm. and people are replying like Johnny, are you broken? Like what's going on here? <laughs> like it's he it's it's gotten to his head. This is why I believe that this is a perfect setup. The perfect setup for Johnny Gargano to turn heel and to reveal him as Alistair Black's mystery attacker. This is the right move to make. I mm-hmm. this might sound harsh, but I am getting sick and tired of Johnny Gargano and Ciampa in the main event of every takeover. The feud has run its course. Yeah. And how do you get Johnny Gargano out of the feud of uh, Tommaso Ciampa? Is by turning him heel. There's no other way to do this. There really isn't. You can't separate these two, Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano, and just mm-hmm. separate them and say that their feud is over. You need Johnny Gargano to turn heel. It is the right move. It is the right direction for him. It's the right guy to reveal as Aleister Black's attacker. And Aleister right. Black versus Johnny Gargano at a takeover would be great. So... I hope my prediction's true. We'll yeah, see. I hope so too, man. I hope so too. Um, again, just I, I'm actually starting to more look uh, leading on to what your your prediction is. Like that actually sounds like a really good idea. So I'm hoping they go some direction where we're gonna love, and I, I have all faith in NXT for them to do something like that. But another good ending to NXT this week, and then we have uh, the next couple of weeks, big big episodes of NXT. So a lot of big things happening. Uh, with us on the road to NXT TakeOver War Games, which is in two months. So, uh, again, we're two months away, so a lot of big uh, big episodes of NXT are sure to come in the next couple of months. So uh, that'll be interesting to review now on our uh, newly formed lowdown show, The Next, uh, Michael. Mm-hmm. It's going to be interesting. Um, but, yeah, so, uh, guys, like this is going to basically be the end of the podcast. So, as like, I said before, we are now called the No Holds Barred Network, and it will feature three shows under one network. Number one being the Lowdown Show, covering the main roster coverage uh, for you guys at Raw and SmackDown. Then we'll have the Lowdown Show, the next, uh, cleverly spelled NXT, uh, where we'll be doing our <laughs> NXT uh, coverage every single week. And we have the uh, Lowdown Show UK, which will be doing the NXT UK show and all independent promotions over there as well, such as ICW, WOS Wrestling, and Progress, stuff like that. Um, so, the co- again, the host for each show, the main roster, will be uh, hosted by the returning corporate Cappy, uh, Tyler Jones, and now Brian will be uh, the two co-hosts on that show. Um, doing the main roster coverage myself and Michael will be hosting the uh, NXT branded one, the lowdown show, the the next and uh, Craig Messi on Twitter will be doing the UK one. So guys, all the episodes are going to be debuting next week. So uh, thank you for being patient with us while we worked this out and uh, showed it off to you guys. And uh, we hope you guys love the expansion of this podcast. 
Um, so big things coming to the podcast uh, in the next week or so. So stay tuned to our Twitter account. Uh, all the links are going to be posted on there for you guys to follow the different Twitter accounts for the different shows. And it'll be uh, the logos are coming for the network. I have them being made right now. So um, other than that, Michael, I got nothing else to say. You got anything else to say uh, before we end the show? Yeah, uh, you know, I'm really excited about where the direction of this uh, network is uh, going. We're expanding, like Titus Worldwide, No Holds Barred Worldwide, but, uh, <laughs> but no Dana Brooke. Oh, but, um, uh, you know, Brian had brought this up earlier. Uh, guys, everyone in the live chat, everyone listening right now, tweet us and give us ideas on what more content you want on the show. Brian brought this up because, yep. as you know, uh our show used to consist of the main roster recap and NXT review. Now that we're no longer doing the main roster recap, we basically have a big you know, spot open on our show, and we mm-hmm. want to put in more content. What do you guys want to see? You guys, of course, we're going to go back to fan tweets. Uh, do you guys want to see us do like a top 10? you guys want to see us do uh, – what other stuff have we had on this show? Uh, the, the list of 10. News, fan, n- yeah, new news total news. The shows. Bring some yep. news back. Yeah. I will and, be adding something for the, the NXT one. Uh, basically, we're going to be uh, not doing a full review, but just keeping uh, tallies on the live events that NXT will be doing and seeing if we see anything interesting that are coming out of live events, certain characters yeah. that they're pushing in the live events. We're going to talk about them in the show, and maybe we'll give some predictions on what to do with them or what we think they're going to do with them. So that'll be one thing that is going to be cool for the NXT show. Also, I'm going to see if I can get some updates and anything that happens at the Performance Center, any guys, anything that people are, any, any people that stand out in the Performance Center right now that uh, they're liking. So uh, we're going to add a lot of stuff to the NXT version of the show as well. And yeah, Cuba Girl in the chat room says she wants us to bring back rumors and total news. So yeah, we'll we'll definitely bring it back. We yeah. got We got a lot of stuff coming, guys, so. Yep, so stay Very tuned, exciting. guys. It's uh, again, this is just not really the beta launch, but you know, I'd say maybe the beta launch of the the new network. So uh, stay with us again. We want to keep this also fan interactive. So anything you guys want to do or you want to see on the show, tweet at us or, or DM us uh, any ideas, and then we'll uh, we'll do the best that we can and feature it on uh, the shows uh, going forward. So again, network mm-hmm. new network here, guys, with three different shows. Uh, for your Dirty B uh, needs every single week covering the main roster, NXT, and now uh, any UK independent promotions as well. So, um, yeah. Other than that, guys, that is going to uh, wrap it up for this, uh, I guess, this final episode of how we were doing uh, the Lowdown Show, guys. Like I said, next week we will be doing the new network lowdown shows going forward with uh, separate shows for separate topics and separate coverages of the WWE. Um, so go and stay, stick with us on Twitter guys. It'll have a new Twitter handle and all the new logos will be posted on there too. So stay tuned with that. Um, as always, I'm your host, the self-proclaimed greatest host, Kyle masters and joined by, we were joined by Brian. And now I'm still joined by, uh, uh, my host now for or my other host for the NXT part of the show. He is the host that runs the West Coast, Hollywood Michael Chow. Um, mm-hmm. Guys, as always, we're going to continue to remind you to keep it on the lowdown.